Hey everyone, it's Adam. I just want to tell you about a couple of upcoming events that I think you guys would be interested in. Sunday, March 17th, 7 p.m. at the Fanatic Salon in Culver City. That's St. Patrick's Day. Come out. Uh, I'll be telling stories along with the very talented Carrie Nidro and Corey Reddish. All of us have been students of Ann Randolph. There'll be a really good mix of people there, storytellers, people working on solo performance. It's going to be an amazing night. We'll have drinks as well. Um, just really fun. Yeah, come out. Also, April 14th in Encinitas, California, which is just north of San Diego, Joshua is going to be teaching along with Dr. Dana Reese an embodied writing workshop about using physical movement in your writing to get to your writing through movement. It's such good work. I've done it with Josh and others, and it's just an amazingly powerful way to get to sort of a more authentic and deeper voice in your work. Also, don't forget Josh teaches at Hollyhock in July, Cortez Island in Canada. I can't think of a more beautiful place to work on your writing and performance chops. So hope to see you guys all soon. Links to for tickets to all this will be in the, the show notes. Talk to you guys. Now arriving downtown Santa Monica Station. Hey, Adam. It's time for Notes on Your Notes. I'm Adam Lesser. And I am Joshua Townsend Zellner. Welcome to Notes on Your Notes, a podcast about the creative process and storytelling. Joshua and I are back after a hiatus. We've been traveling. That's right. Kauai, the island of Kauai. Kauai, why, why, why? In magical Hawaii. Hawaii. I love how they say Hawaii. Hawaii. Josh and I both went there to be in our creative space. That's right. All thanks to the illustrious Miss Anne Randolph. Anne, 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 Anne. Randolph, 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 Randolph. Uh, yeah, Anne. And was running retreats in January and February. And and March. Oh, oh yeah. I want to say that uh, Anne Randolph, Kauai Retreats on Instagram. She has one more uh, 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 retreat coming up in this cycle. It's the end of March, right? Yeah, yeah. I, believe, I believe soon. Yeah, it's a week long. Highly recommended. It's a must go. If you want to be creative, if you want to get jump started, if you want to get juiced, if you want to get juiced up creatively, uh-huh. Anne Randolph. You know, it was interesting about my time in Kauai. Hmm. What's that? On the Garden Island. <laughs> That's right. It is the Garden. It was, it was either that or Jersey, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I had an excellent acai bowl in <laughs> in Kauai. I just want to say it was an epic. Did I tell you about my epic day in Kauai? No. So I go to, I've always been curious about equine therapy. Oh, equine yeah. is the fancy word for horses. Horse, horse therapy. Horse yeah. therapy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, in my friend's Kevin Gordon's uh, MFA documentary class at Stanford, one of the thesis projects was on equine therapy. And so mm-hmm. I'd seen this mini doc and I was like, oh, this is really fascinating. So there's a place, Healing Horses Kauai, and I trucked down there one day after the retreat was over mm-hmm. and met this absolutely wonderful woman mm-hmm. who runs it. Mm-hmm. And then she basically just put me in a stable and said, pet the horses and talk to them. <laughs> right on. Uh, she said they mirror your energy. So if you're anxious, they'll be anxious. If you're calm, they'll be calm. Uh-huh. And I said, well, can you walk behind a horse? 
And she said, of course you can. She said, you just have to be constantly talking. That's right. And constantly maintain touch with the horse so they yeah. know yeah. they know where you are. That's right. Um, anyways, I had a really nice day. And then after um, getting some equine therapy, I pulled off on the side of the road at a little this little shack mm-hmm. and uh, had an epic acai bowl. Nice. <laughs> and uh, that was a... That was how I spent my Koi retreat. Ah, that's a lovely memory. Yeah. What a good memory. Equus. You know, there's a play called Equus. Ek. Equus. Do you ever think, like, how did I become this guy? That's what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> I mean, you mean the guy who goes to Kauai and talks about equine therapy and eats asahi bowls? Yeah. Which is from Brazil, and there's no such thing as actually fresh asahi. It's all flash frozen. Yeah, you can't because right, yeah. you can't grow fresh acai, right? That's right. Here. They're working. Actually, they're working on growing it in Kauai. Uh, sorry, on the Big Island, and they just haven't done it yet. But they're working on it. But right now, all acai comes from Brazil. So there's nowhere to get in LA, for example, a fresh acai berry. That is correct. It do, well, it doesn't grow in our environment here. It's terrible. And uh, as of right now, it's all flash frozen and uh, delivered from Brazil. The Dang. vegan raw show. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a great place to get fresh cacao. How was your Kauai experience? It was fantastic. And it was all thanks to, again, Anne Randolph because, you know, because, you know, she's she's there a good portion of, of the time and she creates this ing- incredible vortex of creativity. So, Real community builder. Yes, and we are blessed. Um, yeah, great time. Uh, good times were there. And uh, I got fresh cacao, so, you know, I couldn't be happier. You know, did a lot of breathing. Gotta breathe. Yeah, gotta breathe. Yeah, and then you know when I was when I was um, coming back, I, w- I was looking at at different projects and stuff, and I'm like, you know, you know what it really comes down to, Adam. Tell me. It all comes down to intention. Dun dun dun. Segue to today's show topic, <laughs> brought to you by Joshua Townsend. Zellner. Uh Josh, tell me about intention versus goals. Well. <laughs> I love how spontaneously you just let's not be linear in our thinking about goals and end goals. Let's be allowing, allowing, deeply allowing. If, you know, if you start opening up that that thing of of of, of linear development, it's it's so uh, antithetical, antithetical to the uh, to what I know is the creative process, um, and it's just it's no bueno. Mm. But basically what we want to do is we want to start with intentions. We want to have a strong intent. And then through having an intention, we define and redefine where that intention is going in terms of of what it is that we ultimately want to create for our creative project, as opposed to um, having a fixed goal. Like when I think of a goal, I think of a football stadium. Mm -hmm. I think of lines. Mm -hmm. I think of the goal posts. And that goal never moves. It's fixed. And I feel that as a creative artist, we need to, I need to, I, I, I share with people to have the idea of, okay, I have an intention. And with that intention, I'll, I'll start to define and redefine that intention. And then by the time I reach the quote unquote goal or the end product or whatever it is, it will be significantly different than, than my original intention. Gotcha. Um, it sounds like when you describe this, mm. you're always allow you're allowed always to like sort of pivot and like mm-hmm. go, go with the way in which the river flows. Um, 
within rather with, than saying like yeah my within. goal is to sell a screenplay and i am is that you know because i think that's typically how people think of this stuff is like my goal is to sell a screenplay my goal is to publish my novel my goal is to have a solo show my goal is to direct a film and that's where i want to be do you, does that is that present do you dislike that kind of thinking because it's a result right it's a result we're trying to get to it's really, really, really helpful to have, a, I'm going to call it a vision. Right. It's really important to have a vision too. But within that vision, I have to leave space. Here's the important part. I have to leave space for re-envisioning as I go along. Because if I don't leave space for that and it becomes fixed and rigid, then no matter how, what I think or feel or how I change or alter, I'll, stick, I'll still stick to the old paradigm of, I must direct a film. In order to be successful, I must direct a film. Well, how many people have actually reached their goal at the end of it all and then they don't find it fulfilling? That's part of the irony. I think that what you're getting at, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, is that you need to be open as you develop creatively in your projects mm-hmm. to be tuned in to what, makes, what you're enjoying doing mm-hmm. and what the subject and how subject matter shifts. Yes. And that subject matter can also change the end product. You thought you wanted to direct a film. It turns out you're writing a book of short stories because that's the more appropriate medium. And as you know, I think a lot about these questions mm-hmm. um, because sort well, of... Because you're so involved in process. You're involved in I'm process. I'm involved in profit and process and I also you know help people with accountability and goal setting. And right. so like... Mm-hmm. I'm okay with the word goal. I know it's goal is a bad idea, bad word to some people, but I think of it this way. It's not that it's that you commit to yourself yes and to um returning again to the intention and making it the priority Mm -hmm. and in doing and i tried to explore this in the in the workbook was it's about creating the circumstances the self-awareness and the internal understanding of what kind of creative work is making you feel most alive Mm -hmm. so that you then set your goals or your intentions from that place rather than from some top down. Yeah. I've got to do my life will be okay when I've sold a screenplay, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think that those intentions are powerful and I think that they become more powerful when you return again to them and be committed to them, mm-hmm. even when you're flexible about changing them. Yeah. Especially because I'm going to change and alter and grow as, as well. The other aspect is this thing of, of like, is it a long-term or a short-term goal? Because, you know, so many times it's so easy to, to like do a short-term play or a short-term goal as opposed to a long-term play. Let's say, let's, let's use the word play. Is it a short play or is it a long play? Because a lot of people will do things that are short plays that don't serve their long plays at all. Yeah. Like, for instance, if I'm an actor uh, and what I really want to do, my long play is to, ha- is to get an Academy Award. Let's just say that. Or Academy Award level performance in a feature film. And my short play is to, is to make $50,000 uh, doing one day's work on a commercial. Yeah. Well... That's a short play. It doesn't necessarily help my long play. Right. And I need to focus in on my long play if that's really what I want. Right. Because 50K will come and go. Yeah. And it's almost like the way that the rubber hits the road on that when it's like, do I want to, you know, wait tables at night so I can go on auditions and Mm -hmm. do, you know, shoot this web series because that's going to take me closer to my goal or my intention Mm -hmm. of one day doing serious dramatic film Mm -hmm. roles. 
versus spending my days shooting commercials, which is not going to take me to that goal, to that end point, but means I won't have to wait tables because I have, I've booked a job, right? Do you see what I'm saying? Like sometimes what's, so the real, you have to, like some, like the reality is it's always a mix, but I do think there is some I, I, element I dis- of staying true to your vision. I, 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 dis- I disagree with that. And here's why a lot of people will go and they'll say, you know what? I don't want to wait tables. I want to work as an actor. So I'm going to go on TV commercial auditions. And you can go for two years on TV commercial auditions and you could book here and there and still make as much or, or less than if you waited tables for those yeah years. i'm not disagreeing with you i'm saying like for some people actually the waiting of the tables is a more appropriate choice because it leaves them time in their life to pursue their actual vision yes right yes versus saying well i'm booking commercials and at least i'm an actor now right and some people will justify it that way they'll say well i'm not going to wait tables i'm going to go to credit card debt because i really want to i really want to work on my craft as as auditioning for for tide you know, right. uh, soap. I just want to also say one other thing about intention versus goals and accountability and discipline. Yes. To my mind, discipline and accountability are separate from your um, goal or your intention, meaning discipline and accountability is the willingness to return again and again to the work yeah. as a commitment to yourself. Yeah. That is completely separate from the reality that the intention, what you're working towards your vision could mm-hmm. change from, yes. mu- from, year to year, month to month, whatever. Mm-hmm. Those things are different. And what I, I guess my personal belief is I think it's super healthy to, to have that commitment, to have that, um, I know we don't like the word discipline, but to have that sense of accountability to yourself is like, this is my work and this will change. And that commitment gets a lot easier if it comes from an honest place that's, a, that's enjoying the work, mm-hmm. at least a majority of the time. To get back to your point about... Well, I, I want to talk about discipline for a second. Okay. So if it's just talking about... Dis- discipline in and of itself is fantastic. It's my ability to, to show up when I don't feel like it. Yeah. You know? So I feel like if we, if we talk about discipline in that sense, it's fantastic. Then there's that thing of like showing up when it's counterproductive and to be able to feel my way into that difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like not pushing through burnout when, you know, not getting to burnout in the first place yeah. versus eh, I don't feel quite like working today because it's hard <sighs> mm-hmm. and I don't know what's going to come next in my story or my project. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give in that and I'm, I'm off to the races on Instagram or whatever the fuck I want to waste my life doing. Right. So um, that's something different. Yeah. In terms of like the long you know, the short and long player question is often challenging because people have the realities of paying rent and their bills. But I think it always comes down to like needing that long-term vision to play some percentage of your life and your commitment and your time. Yes. And like, it's not, it's not about being, I'm a hundred percent only going to do serious theater and therefore I'm going to live in my car. It's more like, there's this part of my life which is non-negotiable. And even if that's 10% of my time. We, we also have set up our life with a series of choice points, just ding, like, just like in our work. We have choice points and we've made these, these commitments or these choices to um, um, uh, buying a car, buying a car that has a monthly payment of six hundred dollars when we could have when we could have a car that had a monthly payment of two hundred dollars. So, th- 
layering those choices also set us up for making different choices for long play and short play. Yes. Yeah. And just to be mindful of those. So, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I wanted to mention one last thing. Dígame. Uh, the soul of yoga. Yoga, 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 yoga. Soul, soul, Wait, soul, is Josh soul. teaching at a yoga center? <laughs> what? What? Sunday. Do they just look at you in your, out, your linen shirt and your long hair and when you walk in? Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. Come teach. <laughs> come teach, wise one. <laughs> Yahweh. <laughs> Yahweh has arrived. Have um, you ever worn like the white robes? I sometimes see the serious. Who are those women wearing white robes and the yoga woman on Instagram? Is that like strict kundalini? Is that like a religion? Okay. <laughs> what is that? Just... You know what I'm talking about? They have the head wrap too. Yes. What is that? I love your nomenclature, you know, the head wrap. So it's a turban, right? So Kundalini Kundalini yoga is not a religion. It is a form of yoga. Okay. Okay. So some some people who do Kundalini yoga are also known as, uh, who study the religion of Sikh, Sikhism. Oh, those women on yoga are Sikhs? They They don't look like the Sikhs I've seen. Right, right. So I'm just saying, just, just because you wear... Um, a turban and what do you call it? A white robe or whatever? You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know what you're talking and they're, about. They're yeah. actually not usually doing yoga. There's usually there are photos <laughs> of them at the front of like a hall chanting <laughs> with like bowls and then posting some oh, wisdom on Instagram. Are you feeling that love you right now? You know what I'm talking I, about. I know what you're <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, they're not usually doing yoga. They're just sort of sitting there and they're like, there's bowls in front of them. There's a little element of like Absolutely. teaching. But, Yes. Guruish. Yes, absolutely. So that would be that would be what most people today would call a sound bath. Really? Those are sound baths? Well, they have little singing just bowls. Looks so religious. They have the Well, no, I'm just saying that they're I know what a sound bath is. Yeah, I know well, so, you so, think so, I'm a so, heathen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's bring this back on track here. Uh-huh. So, um yes. So those In and, one sentence, mm-hmm. what how do those people identify? What is the context for the Well, well, what you're describing for sure would be kundalini yoga. Okay. And it's optional whether they're Sikhs or not. So we don't know that part. But we do know that they would be doing kundalini yoga if they're wearing a white turban and some sort of white flowing okay. outfit. Gotcha. Um, and a lot of times if there's a gong in front of them or behind them or a singing bowls, right. or that's indicators of some kind of um, sound bath or some sort of nod therapy if you want to get fancy. Um, I'm nodding right now. N- n- nod is uh, another word for sound current, so they're going down the sound current. But so um, vibrational healing. Um, so speaking of that, I'll be at the Soul of Yoga in Encita, Encinitas. Encinitas, just north Encinitas. of San Diego, April fourteenth at one p.m. Everyone <laughs> with with the amazing Doctor Dana Reese. That's right. So we'll, we're going to be co-teaching uh, a, a whole process around the creative process and writing and embodying the writing and embodying your body. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna, I'm really looking forward to that. So that's going to be truly magical. And the best, well, one of the most exciting parts for me mm-hmm. is that around the corner, there's a place that specializes in raw vegan cuisine. So boom, boom, <laughs> boom. So I'm excited. Yeah. Go get it. Well, it's good. San Diego seems far, but if you live in LA, it's actually not that far. And it's this is closer than San yeah. Diego. It's Encinitas. It's also they have great beaches down there. As much as I hate Orange County, I have to say they got all the good beaches. They really did. It's really annoying. And you go to like Laguna and Dana Point. What's that? Salt Creek? All those salt oh, yeah. pond. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just go there and you're like, oh man, this is oh like the God. Caribbean. Oh, the cr- little, not exactly the Caribbean, but nice. Uh, it's nice. Corona, little Corona is a beautiful. Dana Point. Um, there's e- there's even an SRF Self Realization Fellowship Yogananda oh, in Encinitas. It had and it has uh, a beautiful view of the ocean. I mean, it's just. Make a weekend of it. Go get a hotel. It'll be warm, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So um, go go work with Joshua and Dr. Dana Reese. And new new energy here. We have so much uh, great content coming out. And so I'd encourage you to go to the Facebook page and like it, as well as Instagram to get updates about upcoming episodes. We have a couple surprises in the works. And uh, the editing is courtesy of me on the show. And the sound design is Kevin Clapton.